In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. A few weeks ago, I had mentioned the Virginia governor's announcement that Christians should refrain from gathering for services at Christmas because he said, well, as he said, you don't need to go to church to pray. I had also said that this statement is partially true because when I give thanks to God at McDonald's for my McNuggets, God certainly hears me. The effectiveness of prayer is not based on one's location, but on the one who gives the gift of prayer. But there is something that he missed, showing that he really doesn't understand the Christian religion at all. Jesus actually commands his church to gather together to hear his word and receive his gifts. You will recall the third commandment, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. This means that we should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching in his word, but hold it sacred, and gladly hear and learn it. We can see that by making the whole commandment about hearing his word, God takes this hearing of his word pretty seriously. In fact, the Holy Spirit saw fit to preserve a story in the book of Numbers, chapter 15, to kind of reinforce this for us. I'll recount it here for you. While the people of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. And those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation. They put him in custody because it had not been made clear what should be done with him. And the Lord said to Moses, the man shall be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones outside the camp. And all the congregation brought him outside the camp and stoned him to death with stones, as the Lord commanded Moses. Now, the church is no longer in the business of stoning those who skip church. So what should we, in 2021, take from this story? Well, St. Paul says that all of these stories are preserved for our instruction upon us because the end of the world has come upon us. And God wants to guard and keep us in the faith. So what should we get from this other than God really wants us to be in church? This story, of course, impresses upon the dangers of absenting ourselves from the word of God. Old Testament Israel served to show us these dangers. Though missing the divine service may not bring physical death today, it is certainly dangerous to our spiritual health. God uses means to create and sustain faith in his people. Those means are certainly foolish by any standard. Even St. Paul says that the preaching of the cross is foolishness. And yet, the same apostle says, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. God uses the preaching of the gospel to call, gather, enlighten, and sanctify the whole Christian church on earth and keep it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. It was by preaching 
that God took the civilized world by storm in the centuries after the ascension of Jesus into heaven. So can you imagine if the Magi had operated according to the Virginia governor's logic? Ah, we don't need to go see the one who was born king of the Jews. He's everywhere and he already hears our prayers. What utter nonsense is that? Dear friends in Christ, the Magi, these wise men are a beautiful example to us of what the Christian faith is and what the Christian faith does. Christians gather where Jesus is. Wherever Jesus is, that's where his followers are. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. The Magi went where the Christ was physically located. Now, how did they know where Jesus was? Well, they would have known who Jesus was or about this prophecy about the star from the books of Moses, which they'd been instructed in for more than 600 years by this time when the prophet Daniel was in charge of the, the, the kingdom of, of, of Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel had instructed the Magi of that empire that the Messiah was to be born in Israel. And Moses wrote of him in Numbers chapter 24. He said, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. They were looking for a star to guide them to the Christ because the scriptures had told them to look for it. But then they had to refine that a little bit further. The wise men, of course, showed up in Jerusalem. What other place would the Christ be born than the capital city of Judah, where the king is, where all the power is, where all the intellectuals live? And yet, they had to go back to the Bible to refine the prophecy that they knew from Moses even further. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, you will not be least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler, the Messiah. And so they went into Bethlehem. Dear friends in Christ, this is precisely why we gather in this particular location. Because Jesus promises to be here. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. We began and we will end the service today in Jesus' name. We baptize in that name in our font. Jesus says of the apostles' word, who we heard this evening, that we hear every time we gather here, he who hears you hears me. Jesus says of the whole Bible, in fact, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. 
Jesus says of the bread and wine that we are about to receive, that they are his very body and blood, given and shed for you to eat and to drink for the forgiveness of your sins. We gather here because the scriptures tell us that Jesus is here, just like the scriptures told the Magi where to look for him in Bethlehem. And Jesus tells us that he is here to strengthen and keep you in both body and soul to life everlasting. So I ask you, whose word should we listen to? Those who tell us not to gather? Or should we listen to the one Lord Jesus Christ who has called us to gather together? Since we are Christians, we must listen to Jesus. And he is here for you. And as we sang in that last hymn, where Jesus is, there is great joy forevermore. Oh, come, let us worship him. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, our Lord.